You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad. I'm delighted again we're able to catch up with Patrick Murray of the Irish Film Festival in Ottawa. And Patrick, uh, one of his annual jaunts, and it's hard, far from a jaunt because these things are hard work, is that yeah. he gets to go to Sundance. And Sundance is the um, North American primary film festival. It's really where all the films that have been on the circuit are looking to find a major distribution and mm-hmm. to get get awards, etc., etc. And Patrick has been a stalwart to heading down there and as a result has been able to introduce some fantastic Irish films to the Irish Film Festival in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. But today, Patrick, welcome back. Um, Thank you. Did, glad you had a good trip down to Sundance. I did. And um, busy time for you. It is. Uh, it was nice to be at Sundance back in person, but as uh, you probably know, is uh, also we're hard at work at put- putting together a program for our festival on the 14th to the 16th of April, all in person. And uh, so I went to, I saw a couple of films while I was, well, I saw a lot of films while I was there, but I, there was two Irish films there. One of them I saw, the other I couldn't make the time for, unfortunately. Uh, the one I didn't make the time for, but uh, I heard lots of great things about is a documentary called The Deepest Breath. It's directed by Laura McCann, who also directed Revolutions, uh, a, a terrific uh, a documentary about Irish roller derby, female roller derby, uh, a few years ago. So uh, from what I've heard from people who saw it, it's uh, beautifully shot. It's about uh, a champion um, deep sea diver, you know, without without all the the equipment, right? So they're just uh, free divers. Right. And... Uh, so it's all about these uh, uh, getting into these uh, amazing places in the ocean um, that uh, I would never do, but <laughs> but my hats off to these people, and I understand the uh, the cinematography is breathtaking. Um, I didn't see it, but it, it, it's a Netflix film. I believe Netflix had it before. It, actually, Netflix had already bought it or produced it before it even went to Sundance. So I don't have a date on when it's coming out, um, but it should be probably soon. Um, so, Pat, Patrick, has technology allowed um, films like this and cin- cinematography like this to be easier on the director, producer, uh, rather than where many, many years ago to try and get cameras that would withstand the depth oh, yes. and produce? I would say so, because cameras are uh, so much smaller now. Uh, mm-hmm. they, weigh, they weigh a lot less. Um and you could go to greater depth, as you said, uh, without all that extra weight and carrying. It's probably easier to put a a camera that will get that, will capture that gorgeous cinematography that uh, that this film, I understand, has um, in the smaller casings that you would have to put in there, so it's so that it's waterproof, so the cameras don't get waterlogged, right? So it's probably just uh, logistically so much easier now to, I, I'm sure, to to capture these images and and to follow these free divers around mm-hmm. under the water. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know my, how it was in the past. Yeah, because I know my own, like my GoPro has a waterproof casing. Yeah. And when you consider how small that is, and that the with yeah. a, a 64, 128. Bits, um, uh, megabits uh, drive in there, how much you can store. Amazing. And it's uh, 4K probably, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's things you could do now. And and I wonder. Sorry, go ahead. Go on. So what else have you got for us? 
The other one I did get to see, which I'm glad that I did, uh, was uh, John Carney's latest. Uh, for your audience, uh, the name doesn't sound familiar. Probably his films do, which is Once, which was his breakout film. Um, and then the other is uh, Sing Street, which actually played Sundance. I think, actually, I think all his films have played Sundance. Sing Street played Sundance, I believe, in 2016 or 17, around that time. That was his last film. Uh, again, now he's got a new one, premiered at Sundance, and I was pleased to be there, called uh, Flora and Son. Um, another uh, film that I'm reluctant to call it a musical because it's not a musical in the sense that uh, they break out into song every five minutes, but uh, definitely music is a big part of the film and has a very interesting cast. Uh, Jack Rayner is back. Uh, he was in the, the last one, Sing Street. Jack Rayner is back uh, uh, playing... Uh, kind of a deadbeat dad who's been dining out on, uh, as a musician, been dining out on his band once opening for Snow Patrol 20 years ago or something like that. <laughs> and uh, and then his uh, ex-girlfriend, uh, the mom of uh, this uh, teenager, uh, is played actually by Eve Hewson. Um, for those who might think that sounds familiar, <laughs> that's uh, Bono's, uh, one of his daughters. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was fantastic as the single mom uh, to this uh uh, teenager um, who's kind of lost and doesn't searching for his identity. He's getting into a lot of trouble with the law, right. and uh, so she buy she actually didn't buy the guitar. She pulled it out of the trash and fixed up this guitar with the idea of uh, giving it to him to, to give him some kind of a hobby, something to do. Initially, he rejects it, and then uh, she decides to start learning on it, and uh, and through that, through finding online. Um, um, courses she connects with uh joseph gordon levitt's character so uh, um he's in la and they create this kind of relationship uh over uh zoo mm. uh, they never actually meet in person but it's uh it's a really interesting uh take so he was in the 80s on his last film and then this one he's right in the middle of current uh society uh mm-hmm. with uh, floor and son and then eventually uh as you can imagine through the as the film goes on, uh, the mom and son start to connect through music. Right. And it's a very uplifting film, as his films typically are towards the end, right? They're always uh, kind of, they always end on a lot of hope and, uh, you know, moving forward. So uh, it's, a, it's a very typical John Carney uh, film. If you really liked or even loved his last films, um, I highly recommend this one. Uh, Apple TV has it, so it should show up on streaming soon. So, Patrick, uh, those two were at Sundance. Were there many other Irish films on screen? Uh, not at Sundance, unfortunately. Actually, you know, it's been pretty quiet when I think about it. There wasn't much even at um, at TIFF. You know, there was uh, and one is the Banshees of Indusheran, mm-hmm. and the other one was the the Emma Donoghue's latest, which is already mm-hmm. on streaming as well. So, even for my film festival, there's not a lot for me to mine on this one. Um, I would love to show Florence and Son, but if Apple TV already has it, it's uh, it would probably be uh, unavailable to me for April because they'll probably yeah. already have it streaming by then. And, um, and of course, with the Oscars, the Irish are really doing well there. They are. It's uh, Banshee's been a share, and I think uh, probably exceeded even uh, the people who made its expectation with yeah. uh, so all those Oscar nominations. In particular, it's nice to see Barry Keen get his. Uh, get recognition, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, Brendan Gleeson, of course, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Which, yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, terrific performances. And, and, of course, The Quiet Girl. 
Colleen Kewen, yeah, that's Colleen Kewen. Yeah, I, I, I got to watch that coming back from Ireland there in the in the autumn, and it was fabulous, yes. fabulous movie. Yes, I've seen it. It's a beautiful film, so well done. Yeah, um, and uh, and it's well deserving. I believe this is the first Irish language film to ever be nominated. Yeah, uh, yeah. for the best foreign language Oscar. So that's. That's uh, well-deserved, well-deserved. Right. And actually, it's been quite uh, the year, because uh, also uh, another solid film, I played the Galway Film Flaws, uh, Ro- Rocha, if I pronounce that particularly correctly, Rocha and Frank. Uh, also a charming film that's in the Irish language as well. So right. there's a bit of a, a, a surgence here, you that's know, uh, resurgence so, uh, of the Irish language. So uh, I know you're working hard at pulling your program together yes. for April. Mm-hmm. So will you'll tell us all about that in a month's time or um, yes, time. definitely on the next one uh we should uh my hope is that the full program will be announced and you can talk about it in a month's time uh for your listeners that are in the Ottawa area, keep an eye on our socials as we'll i hope to in the next week or two start uh announcing films and uh, uh is the plan to be a hybrid this year this year we're gonna go fully in person, okay. Yeah. So no, there will be no no online. No online this year. We are planning a, a fall documentary and shorts festival, and that will be online. Okay. Uh, but uh, for the uh, for the spring one, we're going to go with uh, fully in person. It okay. was, last year was kind of like running two festivals. This <laughs> right. was a bit much. <laughs> right. So Patrick, we look forward yeah. to reconnecting in a month's yes. time. And again, the website. If anyone wants to keep abreast of what you're doing on social media, mm-hmm. give us give us the coordinates there. It's uh, irishfilmfestivalottawa.ca, and then you find us on Twitter at Irish Film Ottawa and uh, Irish Film Festival Ottawa on Instagram. Thanks, Patrick.